Rusty Quill presents. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey guys, did you know that Patreon is a song that your heart makes? And it's also a place where you can support the show. If you go to patreon.com slash woe underscore begone, you can get access to a lot of bonus material, including early episodes, instrumentals, cat clips, full soundtracks, director's commentaries, Q&As, I've got one coming up very soon, and more. Recently, I uploaded a song from the remixed and remastered Season 3 soundtrack coming soon. It's called Bluebird, and it's from the lost episode of Wobegon. I think it turned out pretty well. Spoiler alert, you're listening to it right now. Special thanks to my 10 newest patrons. Paragon Paladin, Marianne Perry-Reed, Mary Rose Larkin, Taylor Martin, Brittany, Lily Barnett, Michael Clayton, Paul Dellenberg, Zed M, and Trenos Carr for supporting the show. Bon joie. Howdy, uh, let me get a coffee, black, and, uh, one for my buddy here, too. Thank you very kindly, ma'am. Actually, uh, here's an extra ten euros. Pay those folks behind me out of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, you take care now. Seriously? Yeah, why not? Well, it's embarrassing, for one. You gotta lighten up, partner. You see her face when I tip my hat? She got a kick out of it folks behind us did too oh i'm sure they did i don't know where you got 10 spare euros just to hand out like that by the way maybe you could put it towards rent next time we're not exactly rolling in cash out here but yeah michael they got a kick out of it you do understand that we're laying low right now right we shouldn't even be out in public where someone might notice us it's hard enough to hide as it is with someone who looks closer than an identical twin to me and after cannonball 
and the other guy. It's, it's been three days, and you want to stand out like this. Don't worry your head about that. Besides, the cowboy hat makes us look different. Look, we're not in town to grab some coffee, Mike. That's just what I told Edgar. This is just a pleasant detour. We're taking a surprise field trip. What I'm going to show you isn't anybody's business, okay? I want to show you what I figured out while you were working on your project this week. That was just busy work. You were supposed to be taking downtime to rest. It's in the standard operating procedure. There's a cooldown after missions for a reason. Remember? The back-to-back -back head injuries? We're the ones who wanted the rules to begin with. Well, I had to do it on my own time, because what we're about to do is not authorized. You can't go getting the ball and chain about this, hear me? Seriously, do you hear me? No, Edgar. Get in. We'll talk in the car. What did you do, Michael? The thing that I did was I saved our hides. Three days ago, when we got tailed by that guy, and I did what had to be done. Well, I commend myself on my quick decision-making. I kept you and Mikey safe, and I didn't hesitate. But I didn't know how much I had been doing behind the scenes. Meaning? I remember seeing him hesitate. He wasn't ready to duel in the middle of the street. I thought that was just human nature. To want to avoid confrontation if at all possible. But now I know that something different happened. Memory is fuzzy. You can replace it with anything. You don't even have to make sense. But I swear I remember him looking into the woods right when he got out of the car. Whatever he saw, I didn't check. I was laser focused on that guy. If there was something out there, it was gone by the time that we could have seen it. You went out there to move the car and didn't see anything to report. Nary a hide nor hair. Nothing and no one. So it was you? It was you. Like I was saying. It was you in the woods. I get it. You stepped on a branch or something and spooked him, which gave you time to make the first move. You went back in time to that moment during your recovery period without authorization. That's what you were doing that you didn't run by Edgar. Pick up the pace. This isn't a bonfire. You don't have to turn it into a story. Well, we're driving a while. We got time for a story, and this one ain't done yet. What, you mean it's not done yet? How many base guidelines did you break exactly? If base wanted us to follow all their guidelines to a T, they shouldn't have ripped us from our own time periods out of their base at those times and plopped us square in the center of the Baltics. I was quite happy to follow guidelines when I was at home with my husband. Of course there's more. That story already has a conclusion. Not a conclusion on purpose, mind. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't travel to that moment in order to spook him. That was just an accident. Well, not even an accident. It had to happen. We're connected to that event. I spook that guy long enough that I get a chance to shoot him. It's a destined accident, in a way. Same as with the bear. But that's just a fun background detail in a story where we've already ridden off into the sunset. There's more to it, hence the surprise field trip. Okay, I've heard you out, but this doesn't add up. You weren't on corrections duty. In fact, you were forbade from doing corrections as part of your cooldown. So that means your travel wasn't authorized at all, no matter where you ended up going. And if it wasn't authorized, how did you do it? How did you get back to that moment? It's not like we have a calculator just sitting around in the base. It's not like we have a calculator just sitting around at the base. Right, Michael? Do you know how much gas is in this thing? We might have to stop on the way. I think you were the one in charge you of filling it up serious. last time. You can't be serious! I know we had less than a quarter tank when we were running our errands the other day. I've put up with a lot of shit here, Michael, but you're the oldest one. At least the oldest that I've ever seen. I trusted you. 
You told me stories about the wild timelines you're connected to, ones where everyone died, ones where everything went inexplicably wrong because no one had the vision to understand them yet, and you have the nerve to hide away a fucking calculator in the apartment? In the apartment that we left Cannonball alone in to go retrieve Mikey? Do you understand what would have happened if he had freed himself somehow and found it? Well, if that had happened, we'd have known by now. Known? We'd be dead by now. Base would have ended before it started. Or worse. You saw what happened to me when we got the bright idea to pop a fucking tire. Can you imagine what it would look like if Topher Evans got exactly what he wanted? Don't make sense to wonder. Don't matter. Topher Evans is at the bottom of the Dalgava River. Nobody who has the ability to change that has the incentive. You're talking about the desires of a ghost. Then, can you imagine if something happened to you while you were traveling unauthorized? If I had noticed you gone and you just never came back? It would have taken some time to even figure out that you weren't in this time anymore, and even more time to figure out that you weren't anywhere that you were supposed to be because you were traveling with a fucking calculator. And then we'd have a manhunt with no clues, just all dead ends, and you'd be just as buried in time as Cannonball was. You'd have killed Edgar. No joke, I think that would have killed him. All for a couple trips back to three days ago? <clears throat> 49 trips to three days ago, I think. If we aren't counting the trips just straight from the base, and uh, if I didn't lose count, I wasn't keeping score, so give or take 10. 49 sounds good, though. 7 by 7. 49? What? For what reason? To get that guy's attention? Oh, so now you want a story. Funny how that shakes Fuck out. Fuck you. Okay, partner, well, here's the story, since you want it so bad. It all started while I was laying around, a little drunk, on my mandatory time off. You were drunk when you did this? Started out drunk. But I was wondering about that guy. I know you were too. I didn't think that I knew everything, but I wasn't expecting him. All I knew was he probably fit into what we already knew. Cannonball came out to Riga, and he did that for a reason. We had to do the fourth challenge, and Cannonball thought that Riga was how he could stop us from tracking him down. He had a contact on a burner phone that we couldn't intercept at the hotel. But then we killed a man that we couldn't identify, and Base didn't recognize him either. He's not a threat anymore, but we don't know where he came from. And isn't that why we're out here? To figure out shit exactly like that? No! We are out here to take orders. We are out here to issue corrections. We are out here to help out the bases, past, present, and future. We are not out here to scramble our own brains on the side of a dirt road in Latvia, Michael. And you didn't even know what you were going to do. You just admitted it. Well, my brains aren't any more scrambled than normal, and I have some answers. Do you want to hear them or not? Fine. I mean, what's done is done, and I'm not going to rat you out. I guess we'll just have to hope that if your meddling screwed something up, that Base will eventually figure out what happened and issue a correction. boy, Mike. Alright, let's start at the beginning. So first, I wanted a better look at the guy. I remember not recognizing him, but adrenaline was high and I was busy trying to sheepdog you and Mikey out of harm's way. I figured out where and when we had our confrontation and I hid out in the woods a while before it happened, so I saw the whole thing all over again and still didn't recognize him. He is not a known entity. We should have been more alarmed by that. For everything we know about Cannonball and Ryan and the Flinchites and Over and the Arbiters and we don't know who this guy is, what's up with that? Well, it's not like we had time to be alarmed. We had to drag Mikey kicking and screaming into his own future, remember? Well, if that's what you want to call screaming at Mikey in our living room, then fine. But anyway, once I had time, I started creeping back bit by bit seeing how far back I could trace him, finding him on the road while he was still tailing us, 
and then before he was tailing us, I could find him at the intersections if I was patient enough. I am not sure that I understand you. You're saying that you just kept going back further and further, just a minute at a time, looking for the car? Bingo. It was easy enough when it was him tailing us because I was driving, and I remember where I was and where I was leading him to. It was following him back to where he came from that took so many trips. And you followed him back to where exactly? A base like ours? Well, it was like our apartment, but it wasn't a base. It was just this guy's shitty apartment in Yormala. We're going to Yormala? That's where we're going right now? Well, we haven't exactly seen all the sights and sounds that Latvia has to offer, have we, bud? Okay, so if it was just him and his shitty apartment, then how did you figure anything else out? Well, our good friend here was deceased, remember? So, uh, remember yesterday when I went and got lunch? Okay, so you're gonna tell me that you didn't actually get lunch? Oh, not at all, partner. I stopped at Hesburger on the way to his apartment. Okay, so to recap, you did save us from getting shot by that guy, but you're gonna make it so that we die at age 45, because even in Latvia you can't stop eating hamburgers? Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, that's the noble way to go. It's called living free. It's called dying hard. Well, I'm glad I got you riffing with me. I mean, I can never resist a good riff, especially with me, because, I mean, you're the, the same, same person, person as me. We, we are literally the, the exact same person, person. and we can say, we can the, say the same thing at the same time, because we're, we're thinking, thinking the same, same thing. thing. That was close, right? Yeah, I mean, five years of separation, it's bound to happen. You're getting slow, old man. I'll have you know I'm the fastest gunslinger in this whole car. I think I helped you derail the story. You ate at Hesburger, and you are going to break into this dude's house in Yermala. Keep going. Right, right. I was telling a story. Okay. I ate at Hesburger in Yermala. I made my way to the culprit's apartment. That's where I tracked him to, using the calculator to trace his steps. With him gone and supposedly no crime scene declared, it was trivial to break into his apartment. I don't know that anyone's missing him yet. Which means he must be real low on the totem pole, considering that I also found... This. Remember these, Mike? Oh god, yeah, one big headache. At least one big headache from Punish Hunter slamming our head into the ground over a piece of plastic just like this one. RFID badge belonging to one Casimiras Berzina. Ever heard of him? No, in fact, I don't think I've ever heard any syllables in anywhere near that order before. You can't say that I have either, but look at the photo on the badge. That's our guy. This told me that wherever he was coming from was somewhere that he had to badge into. And considering the provenance of our conversation with him, I suspected that there might be an organization involved that is relevant to our interests. Is that what provenance means? And so the hunt for where this guy came from was on. I searched the rest of the apartment. There was some mail, but none of it seemed addressed from a workplace. No checks or pay stubs. With over, they print Old Brush Valley energy and resources right on the check. People know they're there. It's what could be inside of there that's a closely guarded secret. So if he was working for a place like that, it was secret in a different kind of way. That sounds like a dead end to me. All you found was this badge? No logo on it. I've seen the data from these sorts of badges, and you have too. There's not enough information on them to trace them somewhere, unless you've been there and used a door before. This was all you ended up finding? That was enough. I had a calculator with me, remember? We haven't accounted for all 49 of my trips yet. I knew where he lived, and I suspected that he was working in a facility like the ones that we had experience with. I knew when he died, and he died presumably on a mission from the facility, which means that he was at work or taking orders. I knew which car in the parking lot was his because famously it tailed us and he tried to kill us. And of course I knew how to break into his trunk. And so I used the calculator to go back just a little bit further and we had us a bring your killer to work day. 
considering that you're alive, I can only assume that that somehow worked. I'll, I'll just be mad at you later. He took you to work with him? Drove me right in past security. I could have tried to get in, I suppose. I mean, that RFID reader is still kicking around somewhere. I could have cloned the badge. But I thought that I was pressing my luck enough as it was. But he did take me right up to the facility. And so I suppose you might be starting to get some idea of where we're going today. So what do you think this is? A government facility? Or like an American government facility? Or a corporation? Or a base like ours? I reckon you just listed all of the possibilities. I've got my opinions, but I don't want to spoil yours. I want to know what you think, hence the drive. If we're on the same page, we can start talking about what to do after that. Edgar will need to know. But if not, then I want to hear what you think is happening. Ominous. I mean, I guess I have to respect it. Adds to the grizzled cowboy charm and all that. Damn straight it does. Hey. Hey, Mikey. You mean Mike? Well, whichever. Wake up. We're coming up on our destination. Please return your tray tables to their upright position. We'll be there in just a few moments. I wasn't asleep. I was thinking about something while you were asleep. You know about the calculator now. You know that I have one. Don't worry about where it came from, but it's an option, you know? What's an option? Consolidation. We could consolidate. No! No fucking way. You'd get everything that I've been through and vice versa. It'd be the closest thing you can get to a whole Mike Walters in this day and age. More than whole. We'd know more than everything that's ever happened to us. Michael, Michael, no! Why do you sound so sure? Because it is a blunt object from our past, and I regret every single day that we were so reckless back then that we didn't put together what was going on with Wobegon. For God's sake, we took those things off Arbiters, and they were the ones running Wobegon when we took them. And it's, it still never occurred to us that the things we were messing with were related to the ways that we were messed with. That innocent bystanders were hurt with, Michael, all for the sake of what? Mostly tidying things up? Making sure that there aren't too many Edgars or Mikes or Anns in a certain timeline? Fuck. Bringing people back from the grave too, Mike. I mean, that's why they developed it. (laughs) And we've seen how well that works out. You mean pretty damn well most of the time? You and me are in this car together because someone lined some coat upright and kept us from bleeding out on the floor. It's not just a tool of destruction. Yeah, you're right. We're both here in this car together in fucking... Latvia, let's keep it that way, with you knowing what you know, and me knowing what I know, and not taking a gamble on what could be lost if we try to merge them for no reason. Mike, I wouldn't bring it up if it was for no reason. We could have more together than we do apart. They go on and on about propagation, but it's actually real hard to propagate some things. There's times when I'm working off an assumption that you know something that either I nor anybody else ever thought to mention to you. Stuff that I lived through that didn't happen anymore. And one day I'm scared that I'm going to get us killed with me thinking that you know something that you don't. It's not just tidying, it's compiling. We lose something apart. Honestly horrified that you believe that. Did you? Is it with us right now? N- no. I can't tell if you're lying or not, but I think you should destroy it. I'm sure you've done some amazingly clever work to keep the one that you've had from being destroyed, but it should have been dismantled along with the other ones years ago. There'll still be the ones at the base in this time period. Yeah, fully out of your hands. Not to mention that we have to constantly intervene on their behalf because of those things. That's one of the reasons that we're stationed in this time period. That's why this period is so fucked up. 
Look, I didn't mean to rile you up. I just had something to offer and thought I would offer it. You knew that you would rile me up. But I still had to offer. Anyway, Mike, I don't know how else to say this, but uh, we're here. I don't want to get any closer than this because I don't know what'll happen, but uh, take a look. Well, these certainly look like important buildings. Am I, I, what am I supposed to be noticing? Do they feel familiar at all? I mean, kind of. It feels like I've been here before, maybe, but like I can't, I haven't, I I can't, I can't have been. I I don't want to spoil it, but can you think of how you might could have been here before? Do you notice anything about that building over in the top right of the complex, the one that's over there all by itself? You're telling me... Michael, you're telling me... What is it about that building? Well, from here, it looks like it doesn't have any doors or windows. So what am I asking you? You're asking me if that's a a transport quarantine room. Am I asking you if that's a transport quarantine room, You're asking me if it's the Flinchite compound. And do you think that it's the Flinchite compound, Mike? I've been away from it longer than you have. But that doesn't make any sense, Michael. Why would Cannonball have a connection with the Flinchites and then the Flinchites were using me to kill Cannonball? Like, what? I'm not saying that I have all the explanations. I'm just asking if you're thinking what I'm thinking. That would mean that the Flinchite compound was in Latvia the whole time and Cannonball fled to Latvia to get away from me, but I was already there and I didn't know it? And this cosmonaut Bazinga guy? He was what? He was helping Cannonball against the Flinchites? Or he was a boot that was leading Cannonball into a trap or a million other things we can't account for. Then he did that and came out to kill us? We don't know what the timeline is. We don't know where in time that he came from, but I think that he was doing a correction on behalf of the Flinchites. So you think that the Flinchites sent him to kill us, even though the Flinchites sent Mikey to kill Cannonball because they were using him for the... uh, Does this make sense to you? Look, I'm not saying that any of this is obvious. That might not even be the Flinchites. It's not like they're there saying, we are the Flinchites, here is our theme song. I'm just saying that we can see three sides of that building, and I've seen the other side, and there's no door on that one either. And the longer you sit here and think about that building and how those hallways go together, the more it's... It's the Flinchite compound. Mike, it's the Flinchite compound. Then what are we going to fucking do? I, I don't know. That's why I brought you here.